In 1 Timothy 2, Paul writes, Pray for all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. I think we pray naturally for only a few, mostly family and friends. When someone gets our attention, we expand the circle somewhat to those in our churches or communities during challenging times, such as sickness, COVID-19, emergencies, or war. And here, Paul reminds us to pray for all people. We know that the New Testament is full of one another's, love one another, serve one another, care for one another, and certainly pray for one another. But this reminder is to go beyond one another and also pray for the other. The danger is to be praying, bless the world and everyone in it, prayers. So generic that we would never have a clue if the prayer is being answered. And maybe that's a good litmus test. Would I know if this prayer is answered? I know that only the Lord really knows. And then there are possible answers. Yes, no, and wait. But why not pray in a way that you'd be able to say thanks to God when it's answered? Paul then gets really specific. Among the all people are those who are in authority, specifically those kings and rulers, prime ministers and presidents, premiers and governors, members of parliament and legislative assemblies, mayors, aldermen, reeves, etc. And how about school board members? How about your boss or the owner of your company, your manager or department head? Sounds good, but isn't it once again easy to pray, bless all our leaders, generic prayer? How about being specific in prayer? How about this one? For most of the ancient world, the one Timothy and his peers lived in, the kings and authorities often weren't the nicest people around. I briefly mentioned Caligia, also known as Gaius, before. You know much about him? I have to admit I never have, except that he was a pretty bad reputation. I've learned that he became emperor at age 25, started with some significant reforms, but within a year, he executed his rivals, declared that he had the right to do anything he wished to anyone. So he tormented high-ranking senators by forcing them to run for miles in front of his chariot, had affairs with the wives of his allies, and is rumored to have incestuous relationships with his sisters. When Paul said, pray for kings and those in authority, he would have had someone like Caligula in mind. The authority of Caesars and kings and pharaohs in ancient days was final. They did have the right to do whatever they desired, with whoever they desired, whenever they desired. No one had authority over them, and they could listen to whoever they wanted. The average person would never get the opportunity to influence them. So what's the average person to do? They could pray. For you and me, in modern democratic nations, whatever the specific label and process is, we get a voice, as limited as it might be. We get to vote. We get to make our voices heard, whether we're listened to or not. Obviously, some voices are louder and get more attention than others. So what's the average person to do? They could pray. I will never have the ear of the Prime Minister of Canada or the President of the United States or the Queen of England. But I have the ear of God. Think about that. You have the ear of God and he yearns to hear from you. And apparently 
He wants to hear from you regarding kings and all those in authority. This isn't just Paul saying pray. It's God saying pray.